So uh, my next topic, my next topic this week, and I didn't, I didn't pre-run this one, but we're just gonna, we're just gonna wing this one. Earlier this week, our uh, our president decided to make an announcement that he is trying to make it official to ban TikTok from the United States, and this is coming, this is coming after several other countries in the U.S. have already done so, and. Going behind the whole, going going behind the whole, you know, China's trying to steal data, all that kind of stuff, excluding all of that, you know, Microsoft has come out and announced that they are interested in purchasing TikTok. What, what are, what are your thoughts on the ideas of, you know, we just got over the whole mixer scandal or the whole mixer loss. And now Microsoft is announcing this idea to look into acquiring TikTok, another social media platform, which they have zero experience in. What are, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, we'll start with Hopper on this one if, you, if you're ready. Uh, I mean, briefly, I won't miss TikTok. It goes in the U.S., just saying. Uh, it's just one more social platform I don't need to learn to master. Um, I mean, I don't think it has a lot of outreach anyways. It's just one of those, I don't know, one of those things to, like, watch something real quick and kill some time while you're doing it. But... Uh, I also saw too. Besides, I, I didn't know the uh, Microsoft was looking to pick them up, but I saw was it Facebook just dropped Instagram Reels, basically like a TikTok clone. Um, so, you know, obviously there's going to be other options for those TikTokers uh, if they do lose that platform in the U.S. But um, I don't know. I mean, Microsoft just seems to be kind of trying to get into everything they can, see if they can make money off of it, and if they can get it, they'll probably keep going with it. If it falls on its face, they'll you know, close it down like they closed on Mixer. They don't seem to have much attachment to their projects these days. And that's all I got on that. <laughs> so they're starting to feel like Google a little bit, is what you're saying. Uh, rip Google wave. Um, <clears throat> no, it, it, I don't know. I, I've never been big into TikTok, so my opinion on, on that platform isn't terribly strong. Um, I actually hadn't, hadn't known or seen anything uh, as far as Instagram getting into it, but uh, if... If Instagram, aka Facebook, is getting into it, um, I, I honestly think that we can just expect that that's where that type of content is just simply going to migrate to. Uh, and it would probably, in my opinion, probably wouldn't be the best idea for Microsoft to pick up uh, TikTok if there's all this controversy around it and people who, I mean, let's be honest, if you have a TikTok account, chances are pretty good. You already have an Instagram as well. So if TikTok disappears from the United States for any amount of time, you're going to move your content over. And if Microsoft brings it back, are you really going to go back again to something that disappeared? Eh, maybe, but I feel like if they, if they get pulled from the app stores, it won't take long for people to find somewhere else to move that content uh, and start producing it somewhere else. And then yeah, it making a comeback, I don't know that will matter as much. Yeah, people would probably use it, but uh, once it's one of those things. It's once you're established somewhere on a platform, as long as that platform continues to exist, you don't have a lot of incentive to move. Like you would have to have a good financial reason to move, because ultimately, um, as we're seeing with the uh, this this uh, mixer scandal, <laughs> so to, so to speak, um, moving your community as a creator from one platform to another is huge. Um, you can't be guaranteed that they're all going to follow. And so to some extent you're going to be rebuilding and you know it on the other side. So 
nobody, nobody creating content and building a community or I don't know what a community is on, on TikTok, uh, but at least a following, I guess. Uh, but as, as long as you're building that somewhere, uh, once you're established somewhere, why on earth would you want to move? You would have to have uh, some kind of financial incentive. You would have to be, you know, Ninja getting a massive contract to leave. Um, you would have to be somebody at that level. And anybody smaller than the guaranteed money contracts for changing platforms is not going to want to do it. That would, you know, I mean, I don't know why you would. So if if there's an alternative and it gets banned, bye. <laughs> that would be my assumption, honestly. Fast-paced world we live in. Yeah, and and I'm I'm kind of in a mix there. Uh, apparently, a part of the, apparently a part of the discussion leads into the fact that with um with the data policies or the uh, the data collection policies that TikTok currently has. If it were owned by a U.S. company, it would be legal. But the problem is the fact that it's being pulled into a foreign entity is where it comes into a weird situation, right? Like we've never had these policies for Google. We've never had these policies. or We've never been concerned about the data collection policies for Facebook, Apple, Google, right? These other companies that are actively, you know, seizing data or, or collecting data, right? We've never been concerned about it because they've all pretty much been U.S. based. I think TikTok is the first big platform that is not. And, and I think that's where this big concern is coming because it's being fed into, right? Or there's talks that it's being fed into the Chinese Communist Party, et cetera, et cetera, right? And it, it's just a weird situation to be in. I think if, micro, if Microsoft does acquire it, they are going to try to do it before it gets pulled anywhere. Like it's going to be really quiet. It's going to be really quick and it's just going to happen and nobody will, know, nobody will know the wiser, right? Like it won't be one of these big announcements. It won't be one of these big transitions right it's it, they're they're not going to want people to know because now all of a sudden it becomes relevant that microsoft is now collecting data right like what they're talking about right and and it becomes relevant that now a u.s company that they're liable for becomes an issue well yeah i mean if you can if you consider that the way uh instagram went from independent to facebook uh it was similar it was it was something that if you were paying attention you knew it was coming uh had been paying attention to the news then it you knew about it, but if you weren't explicitly watching, it just kind of happened. So yeah, I could I could see that uh, in the context of you know being a, a quick switch over. Yeah, I would assume TikTok will lose all value once it gets banned. You know, it's like yeah. Nathan said, the the revival chances. It's you know next day it'll be like come come check me out on Instagram Reels, whatever it's called. You know. The, the other the other interesting thing there is I, I don't ever know what the deal was with TikTok and the um, the DMCA strikes and things like that. Like I never understood how TikTok was able to get past the fact that they were using, you know, real songs or real clips from songs, etc. And people's recordings and things like that without ever paying that out or without ever doing anything about that right like how did that not because as soon as you would take that clip and share it to twitter twitter would shut it down as soon as you take it and share it to facebook it would get shut down if you played it on twitch it would get shut down right or it'd get muted in your vod right yeah. so i think if that again it, i believe personally i believe that if that because it was a china company they weren't responsible for it as soon as that comes to microsoft now it becomes an issue and these companies are all going to go after microsoft right like and it's going to become this weird situation that I, I don't even know why Microsoft's toying with the idea. I think they was just uh, 
a publicity stunt. I don't know. I don't know what the idea was, like why they were even talking about it, but it's kind of a weird situation to be in there. You just want the data. Yeah, the D- the DMCA side is definitely interesting. I I I do wonder if that was simply a part of it. It's harder to get sued when you're outside the U.S. Um, the I think going back to the data collection thing, uh, part of it, part of it I think is because it's foreign is why uh, people are upset. There was also it was uh, I forget now it was a few weeks ago, but there was a big dust up over a change in uh, iOS where. Uh, some sort of like uh, paste buffer protection safety something got added and so then when uh, people had uh, TikTok open they got a note a warning that the app was trying to read what was in their paste buffer and I think that was a big part of uh, what kicked off the discussion about the uh, data collection is people are going wait why why is this app even looking for that why does it care about that permission Um, yeah beyond that just in data collection in general, I think a lot of a lot of people don't realize how much data mobile games or mobile uh, apps already collect. Um, so I I used to work uh, directly with an app company, and uh, I got to see what this particular app would collect. And I can tell you that the amount of data collected by this particular mobile app. Uh, and the supporting infrastructure behind it that exists to allow all mobile apps to do similar things uh, is far more extensive and far more detailed than I think most people, the like the average consumer, will ever even begin to realize. Um, like in the case of this particular application, there was a way that you could send messages, and every single message, every single solitary message when it was sent by a user, uh, the GPS location of the user was collected every single message so constantly if somebody's using that particular app uh, you know at a, at a fairly re- you know high rate you could theoretically out of the data that we were collecting you could actually uh, build a map of where they had been that day um, and I think a lot of users don't consider that that is something that is entirely and totally possible with most apps that they use um, if there's an app that you use that you interact with on a consistent basis that you have given uh gps or location permissions too they can collect that pretty much anytime they want um there's there's some sort of you know reasonability and like they have to have a use for it there has to be a reason for it um and i'm sure that um i don't know I'm, i'm sure that to some extent if it's not useful some companies are not pushing that hard to just steal everything they can get their hands on um but it comes. Some of that comes back to the argument of what is useful for the company. Um, like in this case, there, none of the data was being sold externally or shared in any way. But a lot of it became useful uh, when dealing with fraud, with dealing with crime, uh, when dealing with uh, investigations, and some of it was just simply uh, it felt a bit heavy-handed to collect right up until you were having to debug something, and then it became useful from the engineering perspective. So. I think it's just, it's a way bigger thing than I think most consumers will ever understand. Um, it just came back to uh, the security thing in iOS, kind of bringing it to light. And then on top of that, the fact that it was a foreign company really is what got the fire going. So uh, it's something that we'll continue to have as a topic for as long as we have mobile devices and, and applications. 
Yeah, and your your average user, you know, you get that little pop up box, allow permissions. Yes, 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 yes. Like we don't read it anymore. I'm I'm guilty of that, you know. But uh, even how Google Maps works, you know, your traffic, high traffic, it's because it's pinging people's GPS locations over and over again. It's seeing that these people in this area are moving very slowly down the road. <laughs> it's just how that's just how things operate. Which again, I'm fine. Big brother, you can you can put a chip in me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, there's some fun stuff with that. Uh, there was a guy, I think it was like two years ago now, that had a like literal like red rider, you know, wagon full of cell phones, and he put um, I think it was Waze on all of them, and he would walk it up and down his local street. And they would all be on ways at the same time. And he would use that to make sure that his street was always like super slow traffic marked, even though there was no traffic on it. Um, and then, uh, you know, people would get routed around uh, where he lived. So <laughs> it's pretty wild how that some of that stuff works. Thankful for that because it helped them fix their algorithm. You know, <laughs> it sure did. It's like that. So. Okay, yeah. So that's that's interesting. I, I like your guys' perspectives and, and and ideas on that. And I, and both of you kind of being somewhat tech savvy individuals, I knew that you'd have differences, you know, some opinions on that and how that works as well. So I I, I like that. And I I'm, I'm again just like I said with the mobile gaming. I'm very curious to see what Microsoft does here, because they're already got so much in the works right in the gaming realm like why jump into social media at this time like there's there's so much going on like why invest this risk you know when there's when there's i don't know there's a whole lot of reward there but i think it's just some way to to feel or be relevant um even if even if it's just for for a news cycle i i I mean obviously i don't work at microsoft i i have no idea what on earth they're thinking but i I can't imagine it has much else to do with other than having a product in front of users. Because uh, in some cases, you know, some of their, a chunk of their revenue is as advertising, right? Um, and they currently don't have a way to be in front of users outside of um, mostly enterprise oriented apps and your, you know, desktop computer. Um, there isn't a big way for them to be in front of you in a mobile sense right now. Um, you know, Facebook has Instagram, Google has Android phones, and then all of their apps and things that go along with it. Microsoft has Bing. <laughs> yeah, or Office Mobile. But yeah, well, and exactly, who isn't just using Google Docs instead? Because free. But yeah, like how in, during your day outside of your desktop computer, how are you interacting with Microsoft? I'm not really. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So yeah, you're right. They do need some I mean and and maybe that's part of their maybe that's part of their attempt here is to find some way to make it. I mean, Windows Phone pretty much went belly up, you know, what was it like five years back now? Windows Phone went belly up and they haven't had a return to the mobile scene in an aggressive form at all at all, right? They have no real strong mobile presence unless it is like corporately driven. Um, the oh, the one thing I could see is Microsoft Exchange, um, Microsoft Outlook for mobile would be one thing. Is if you had like Exchange server requirements or something like that. But other than that, I yeah. can't see much else. But th- that's leading back into the enterprise environment, right? That's not something that a general consumer is going to be looking at, and and a general consumer is not going to be looking at advertising, spending money, etc., on something like that. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I 
there's probably some way to look it up. I imagine the largest apps that they have on mobile right now are Xbox, which, I mean, they have some impact there certainly, but like I, I do not use Xbox mobile app for much of anything ever. Um, maybe folks that are, that are more onto the end of the Xbox gaming side, maybe use it a little bit more. I don't honestly know. <laughs> uh, I don't use my Xbox that much, but like outside of that, I think the, the biggest other app I'm aware apps I'm aware of for Microsoft on Android would be um, Bing for both people that use it. And um, they do have like a replacement launcher. So you can, you can use like the Microsoft version of the home screen launcher for Android if you want. I actually tried it. It wasn't bad, but it also was like, why on earth do I need to use this when it, my phone comes with one? <laughs> it's perfectly serviceable. Um, so yeah, I, owning a social media platform, I think just, I don't know, I don't know how else it would, uh, serve them other than just having their logo in front of you.